0: brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the
1: BetQL Network. Our, our girl Beth is getting a lot of run this yeah. week on the show. She's killing. It's a big it. game. Yeah, doing some it big was. Games. It le- was it was Beth Mowens and Monica McNutt on the call last night? Right. Yeah. For the Pacers the, Pelicans game. The
0: Pacers Pelicans game. Yeah. And then, uh, I it's so funny. Why can't I remember who who called the Lakers Clippers game? Why can't I can't remember. remember I don't remember. I was either. watching. Uh, candidly, yes. I was
1: watching. Cash I watched Reddick, Shogun.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I watched, I listened to the telecast. I was, yeah, I (laughs) was just just like, who called this game that I watched some of? Um, No, that highly entertaining game. I don't know about the Pelicans sometimes. I don't find them very entertaining. The Pacers against pretty much everybody is a good time. They're always going to do some fun stuff. That Halliburton play, he had about, I think he had 15 assists last night or something, um, which he always does. Just like, they're just really fun all the time, all year. And the NBA can be kind of a monotonous sport. It's good that they're around.
1: I want, to, uh, I want to hit you with something just on the Pacers and Pelicans, and then like, we'll spin this forward and we'll talk more about yeah, the sure. market stuff that we got to at the end of the first segment. So I had this, I, and I, I'm off tomorrow, so selfishly I just want to say this because I'm not going to be able to tomorrow on the show. Um. Pacers Pelicans play tomorrow again. So they're playing a back to back -back, home and home Reds. The game will be in New Orleans. I thought like New Orleans, the way they kind of like clawed back into the game last night was pretty impressive. Like, like, got down huge, obviously. And then the Pacers, thankfully for us, because we bet them, pull away late and end up winning and covering the spread. I think I'm going to bet the Pelicans tomorrow night, assuming that like every people are playing in the game and it's going to be fairly static injury wise. So I have that circled for tomorrow, like to play the Pelicans tomorrow night against the Indiana Pacers. I just just wanted to say that. That, There's a market for it.
0: that game. You want to know what price what you're got? gonna pay already? Uh, go ahead. I mean it's the market's uh Can I guess I think it's gonna I think it's yeah, I think it's assuming pretty good health for New Orleans.
1: But is it like Pelicans Pelicans like one and a half or two?
0: No, nah, four and a half.
1: Oh, okay. Um
0: the pacers like home road is uh is pretty dramatic. And uh yeah, I think that's part of how you get there. And the, the Pelicans also it's it's tough, right? Cause if you use the spread from last night That's you're be what like, I did. What? Yeah, you're yeah. gonna be like, What? But you have to remember that's that's the Pelicans with like a ten out of ten fatigue. Like that's yeah, four that's and true. five, five and seven. That's true. Like now it's like day off home game. Which to be fair, like sometimes actually gets overrated. I feel like the first game home after the road trip always seems like it's a really good. You always get a really good price on the opposition. We, that's why we played Vegas against the Maple Leafs in that same situation a couple days ago. Um, you know, long West Coast road trip. You go home that first game. Sometimes you it gets bet out a lot. So yeah, Pelicans 239 uh, total is not really surprising based on what we saw yesterday or what we saw like market wise. Um, I don't know what I would do in that game, just because I feel like that's it's either appropriate. Or like I, I might be would still like the Pacers actually in the game. Like I just at, at that number um, Pacers by margin is always a tough ask. That's why we waited for it to get down to like four or less to to play that game last night. But like a dog to keep the game close. That's a, that might be a situation where I actually I might be interested in. Them. Maybe there's this like the home and home revenge part of it is why people are going to like the Pelicans. But uh, I don't know. Uh, Pacers, uh, they, could, they did some things that really frustrated New Orleans yesterday.
1: Yeah, we will uh maybe we'll be Manoe Mano tomorrow. I'll be uh watching on the beach. No, I won't. I'll be following on my phone probably out at dinner tomorrow night in Florida. Looking forward to it. Um, just uh the Knicks Warriors game tonight, and we'll get back to what we were talking about in the first segment. Only because like kinda like same sort of fatigue situation here with the Knicks. Four and a half point home dogs tonight against Golden State, where if Brunson plays. Do you have a do you have a thought on this game right now? Knicks Warriors, and then we'll 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 table the rest of the tonight and tomorrow games for now.
0: The, uh, I mean, the book on the Warriors this year has been uh, they do a great job beating up on the teams that they're more talented than and when they face like a top six, top eight team in, in the league. Uh, they have like a 20% winning percentage in those games. They beat none of them. Uh, We saw this against Denver the other night. They blew a huge lead to the Clippers a couple weeks ago. Like we've seen these games play out a lot. The problem is like, what are the Knicks in that? They're like right in the middle. They're like not, they're not in one of those tiers. That makes it probably pretty tough. Um, Yeah, I mean, you compare the close the other night, no Brunson, Pelicans ended up like six and a half, six, like at close in that game, got up a little more than that he's going to play and you're going to plug the warriors in and it's going to be five in a couple places that definitely feels like a few too many um but yeah that's that's I a little like, tough the the book on the warriors is like i you know like it it just doesn't really apply to this game i'm not quite sure I, and you know what for the funny thing about this game too there is this dynamic and uh i think this was true with Zion the other night too just like you know, the best player on the other team just really, really likes playing in that building a lot, and it happens every game, and it doesn't doesn't mean, like, well, you have to bet on them to play well, but the idea that, like, Curry's sleepwalking through this game is crazy. Like, he played at the Garden in college a couple times, too. Like, I mean, just he has some outstanding And he went
1: scoreless in the first yeah. half in their last game, the game against yes. Washington, right? So he's literally coming off yeah. like a dud performance where he scored. They, I, I don't remember how many points he scored in the second half.
0: He I don't remember what he finished with, but I, yeah, that story of like he did not play well in the first half. They ended up pulling away because Washington's like a G League team at this point. And, They're and dying. Clay had a huge game. Yeah.
1: Clay had a huge game. They didn't right. need him to like have to, to score a lot of points to cover this right in that
0: game to win so by Lord. So that I have that game circled as just like I mean I can't wait to watch that and I feel like we'll maybe we'll learn a little bit on that game. But from like oh man I'm dying to bet that game. That's uh, I think that's a tough one just because the you know the Warriors like I feel like I have them figured out in certain situations. Just this isn't one of them.
1: Yeah, just, like, was this enough rest for, like, these Knicks guys who are all playing, like, 40-plus minutes a night? It's really... It's a really, really it's a,
0: vacation.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's a really, it's a really interesting handicap, right? With the Knicks and the Warriors coming up tonight. All right. Um, let's talk more Ken about what we were saying going into break and, um, Jake plays coming back from break, the Halliburton assist to Obi Toppin that helps put the game away last night for the Indiana Pacers and for us uh, to be able to win a bet. And that was kind of a strategy that you've been employing this week, right? That led us to, uh, I wasn't going to bet Indiana yesterday. I like Dallas with you like earlier in the day, but I was not going to bet the Pacers and I really liked the methodology behind it. Um, yeah, like, like speak a little bit more to this, to this, to the strategy that you've been employing this week that's been pretty successful thus far.
0: Yeah, just in college, uh, it's, I feel like it's more pronounced. Like in the NBA, there's so many injuries. Like that tends to be what causes the market to move. In college, you've, we've gotten these like two, three, four, four and a half point moves on games where there's like not a lot going on in the game. And uh, just this really, really concentrated interest on one side has just been really interesting this week. Now, look we are talking about the smallest sample on earth. This isn't, uh, you know, are you going to take this and you got to bet every sport this way for the rest of your life? No, but I think this is something we can continue to follow in the, especially in that sport going forward. Um, there are a couple of games tonight where you already, I already look and I go like, what, what is going on? And, and then you kind of work through it and you go like, all right, who's the team getting betting against? Why would people maybe, oh, cause of that last game that they played or this streak that they're on or whatever. Um, you know, like everyone thinks Michigan's the biggest dumpster in the world right now, and they're getting bet against hard at Rutgers. Open five five and a half. Now it's seven and a half. Something like that would be like an where it's okay. Like you know, we can, and in each game, like it is important. Okay, like are are there injury considerations? Usually with a team like Michigan, the answer to that's yes. But like you know, like it's not. It's usually not the best player. It's usually not something like that. And there are usually these games where you just go, you know, Tennessee Auburn. Like what? What is? What's going on in this game? Like, why is this Maryland Northwestern was the real crazy one to me. And usually, you can tie it to the team that's getting betting on is uh, maybe they play really, really well at home this year, or uh, the team they're facing bad home road splits, bad recently, terrible previous game, something like that. And just for whatever reason, like the you know the the money and interest comes in on one side, we wait and play the opposite side. It's been pretty good. And in the NBA, I actually want to. We did. This is what we did with Indiana last night. I think I figured this out a little bit better, though. So I like pitched something yesterday or a couple of days ago, like how, like what are we looking for? And I actually think an even better way to play this is to play the uh, same methodology with the team we're looking for and to play them in the first half. And this goes back to something that like uh, Andrew Williams, our brand manager. We were in Vegas. I was like talking about this for like twenty minutes. I go, you know, a couple podcasts I listen to have adopted this saying with the nba that uh it's a third quarter league that's like always that's like what the what a couple of these podcasts say and like the more i thought about it i go like well i agree with that and it's really smart to say that also when you watch these games it's absolute like that's correct like that that is what it is and like whoever wins the third quarter wins the game is like usually a really good way to think about it unless there's like a crazy lead one way or another um And okay, so if we have these teams that are like they have guys out with injuries and they're in a bad fatigue spot, the market finds them undesirable and the market's moving against them a lot. Uh, They can probably first of all, you're in a big number bigger than you would have gotten before, and they can probably hold it together for the first half, because if you're the other team, like you're going to sleepwalk through that part of the game a lot of the time. And then in the third quarter, you're going to be like okay, fine. Like think about Pelicans Knicks the other night, right? Where it's like the Knicks, like they can hold it together for a little bit. And then when it's winning time, the Pelicans, okay, fine. Like we'll go win the game by 15 because now we have to put our foot down a little bit. Um, I think about heat kings or heat blazers rather a couple nights ago where the heat finally get all these guys back you get a huge number on the blazers again for the first half you're able to keep it together a little bit and then it's a third quarter league so what ends up happening the the heat end up pulling away so in the nba when we find these like if there are a couple that materialize tonight um may just start playing first halves on them instead of instead of full game before like the motivation to like go get the game actually kicks in
1: so, do you have anything that you're eyeing yet in the NBA, or we're like, we're waiting for like a spot to develop?
0: We're just, I think we're just way too early. Yeah. Like, people who have listened to the show the last few days, this is like a 620 conversation, usually, as opposed to a 320 conversation, just because we need all the information to become available. We need, uh, we need to know if any of the markets are going to behave in a really unpredictable way or, a not an unpredictable way, but like a, a significant way where the numbers are going to get bet a lot and the prices are going to change a lot. If it's a stale number and it's the same market we've been dealing with all day, then uh, it's probably not going to be something we're really interested in.
1: You better, you bet with Nick and Ken talking about last night in the NBA college hoops nothing really to say in the national hockey like i hope people did bet that the two team favorite money line parlay you were really up against NHL. it for a while <laughs> that's a big, big time yeah, right. and then uh and then connor mcdavid who said like this week that he was never going to shoot the puck again uh ends up scoring right. the goal in overtime well, too. i changed my that, mind right. to guess yeah. that bet um just like i i love that and i hope we get a couple spots like that to play tonight i've been in college basketball i've had like I probably have gotten lucky, honestly, in like a, in a lot of these in a lot of these wins because it's been really successful over the last week. It's really been like when I look at the board every day, I'm looking for the teams that like I know their story for a lot of this. Sure, in, like like that but, actually makes like, perfect sense team, to me.
0: It really does. The, yeah
1: and i in, in the and i do this in the nba and the nhl also like in the nhl there are some teams that i feel like i don't have a good read on haven't like paid a lot of attention to all season for whatever the reason and i kind of like pass pass over those games and when I reach, like, a team that I feel like I know kind of what their story is, like, what have they done the last couple of weeks, kind of like what happened in the last couple games, like, what's the mood around the team, what's the market in that game, like, those are the games that, that I've been gravitating towards. Like, uh, you know, I'll talk about some of the Saturday games I like. It's games that I bet on recently, teams I bet on recently, like T- Tennessee Bama, Marquette Creighton. Oh, baby. Oh baby, that's I just love that. It's been great. I love this stuff, man.
0: So it's awesome. a game two days away, and so well. Here's my question. So I, I when I used to bet college basketball when I worked at ESPN, and I just would watch every game. Like that's that's how I would do it. And I actually I remember always thinking back, being like, yeah, I feel like I won a lot when I when I knew everything. When I knew, when I watched everything and I knew everything and I did know about bet, like I always had an awareness of betting markets. I didn't win every bet. I didn't even come close, but like I actually would have some success and I would always track it to like just especially college basketball is different than the other sports. They're just it feels like feels like it's dangerous, but I think it works here. Uh, feels like there's always just these arcs. It's 18 year olds. The idea that you're getting a consistent effort night to night is not rational. It's just illogical to think that these guys are going to play the same. These kids are going to play the same way. Like, remember with our friend in Vegas, what does he yell at the screen? They're, they're just, just kids. kids.
1: But, like, there's they're always, like, the uh, like the gap, right? It's like, they're yes. just kids. <laughs> I don't know why it's so funny, but it is funny. It Shout is, out to them.
0: Yeah, it's just really funny. And and every room he would say it in and people would laugh, people that didn't know him. He'd be like, they're just kids. They'd be like, ha, 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 like, oh, do. And, there'd always, and, and there'd always
1: be, like, one homicidal lunatic in the corner, like, yes. about to lose his shirt, being like, I yes. don't care if they're kids.
0: Right, exactly. And then TCU made a three against Gonzaga, and then we just started jumping around celebrating. So it just, it was, that's just the way it was. Yeah. <laughs> ah, ah <laughs> Yeah, it was good. That was pretty good. Just the moment, the, the ball's rolling up the court, and you're just like, what? Wait, oh, oh he's going to shoot. Ah!
1: <laughs> that, was, that was a really good one, really man. No That idea. was really good. That he was really good. No We've had some good Vegas moments, man. We've had oh, a lot, yeah. like a good amount of them, right? For a small
0: number of trips, for a small number of trips, like we haven't together, like doing the show, what have we been there, four times, five times?
1: Four or five, yeah, something like that. Yeah,
0: so like uh, two Septembers, two Septembers or three Septembers?
1: I think it's Three.
0: Oh, is that depressing? I don't even know. I was about to say it's <laughs> yes. depressing. Uh, yes. But, yes, it is. Yeah. Chiefs Chargers week two.
1: That was last year.
0: No, then it's two. Then it's two. Then
1: it's two. Okay, then it's two. Two,
0: two, two, uh, two Septembers, a March,
1: and a February? National Harbor. Yes, it was five.
0: National Harbor. Man, we yeah. We haven't been together that often to do shows, and every time we do— something really awesome happens to us from a betting standpoint. That's pretty, that's pretty remarkable, honestly. I, I can think of a lot of Vegas trips where I went, and I did not come back feeling that way. Where I came back <laughs> feeling quite quite the opposite, actually, in terms of, uh, in terms of how it played out. I, I went there for the uh, Steelers-Broncos playoff game and had Steelers money line when Tim Tebow threw the touchdown <sighs> in overtime and then flew back that night. <laughs> oh, God. See ya. A long flight home. And our
1: our Vegas MVP, Ken, is Joe Flacco, who did it for the Jets against the Browns week two, 2022, and then did it for the Browns Thursday night Super Bowl week at NFL Honors. Absolutely love it. All right. uh, On the other side, I don't remember where where were we going? Oh, college basketball, watching the games. We'll talk more about that coming up next.